And the idea here is that they can click the option that best describes them and they're automatically going to be tagged in your back end as someone who is described by that sentence so that you can email them content specifically to where they're at in their business or if you launch something right that you feel like would be really made for one kind of a person but not the other kind of a person you can specifically invite those people into that offer or program right so it gives you some really great market research but then again it's also as the consumer i'm also being trained to really interact with you and to build that relationship with you, right? I'm also going to feel so much more seen. Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Marketing Unfiltered. So this week on the podcast, we talked about list growth with Kylie Kelly. And we talked about bundles and all kinds of list growth strategies, depending on the results that you're looking for. It was a pretty meaty episode. And I wanted to have a follow-up to that episode to actually talk about what to do after the list growth. Because I think It's one thing to be growing your email list. It's another thing to be growing your list with a nurtured community. And we talked a little bit about that from a content perspective in the episode with Kylie Kelly. But I want to also talk about it from a strategic standpoint, because I think that there's a couple of extra steps and a couple of extra habits we can put in place that can make this relationship building with our email list and our warmer communities just a little bit more effective. Because let's like let's all get on the same page here. Everything that we are doing ultimately is to build a profitable audience. We're not just, you know, creating free content for the fun of it, even though we do love serving people and we do love giving back to our communities and helping them get wins, even if they're not clients. But ideally, we also have to be able to pay our bills in order to do that work. So we are trying to get clients with this work, and that does require some strategic thinking and strategic planning uh, so that when we do put all this effort into growing our list, we don't think the job's done there. There are next steps. So in this episode, I'm going to dive into a few things that I have done. But before I get there, I want to talk about why I care about these nurturing steps so much. And I mean, I've talked a little bit about that as we kickstarted this episode, but I want to get a little bit more specific so that you can find other opportunities for you to do this as well. I call what we're talking about today creating warm lists inside of your business. And this is something that I preach about a lot. So if it's familiar to you, consider this a reminder. And if it's new to you, this is a this is really important for you to grasp. For me, my warm lists are my text list, my email list, my DMs, and my private Instagram page. Now, I also think about more temporary warm lists or, or, or almost like pop-up warm lists. For example, when I'm in a launch, a warm list could be the people who clicked on my sales page or who asked me a question during a webinar, right? Noting who those people are and offering a follow-up message or a check-in message or something like that, like that ability to follow up is because I created that warm list, right? I noted who was extra warm on that webinar call and I took a step further with them to build a relationship with them. I also think about people who have been on discovery calls that didn't convert or who have downloaded lead magnets or responded to welcome DMs, right? 
all of these lists are also warm lists, right? So they're not email lists and things like that that were all considered warm lists, but these are still very even hot. Like they're even one step further than warm. They're they're hotter lists that are more likely to become clients if we pay attention to them and put habits in place to continue nurturing them. I also consider people who always take part in my ask me anything. So on my text list and inside of my DM, sometimes I have kind of like Q&A days or ask me anything days, right? I really take note of the people who are always asking questions, who are always showing up for that. And I make sure to offer them some extra support or to really make them feel seen and heard. Because again, they are going essentially from a warm list to an even warmer list or a hot list. They're way more likely to raise their hands and become clients when they are in that place with with me inside of our relationship. So these are all examples of warm lists because essentially these people are raising their hand and doing a little bit more than just being on a list that they have subscribed to. So in other words, they're engaging with me in some way thanks to content or an event that I'm hosting, making it possible for them to essentially raise their hand and let me see them right? And while someone being added to your email list is a warm list in itself, it will be even warmer, even faster if you do some of the things that we're going to talk about inside of this episode. And I hope if any of that that I just talked about, like warm lists and making them warmer lists, if any of that feels confusing to you, I hope that by the end of this episode, you're going to really see what I am saying here and really understand the importance of it. Okay. So a few things that I do to make my warm list even warmer, particularly the email list as that was what we talked about with Kylie Kelly on Wednesday. Is that not just the coolest name, by the way? Kylie Kelly. I'm so jealous of her name. Just side note. (laughs) Okay. Back to the point. If you're adding 700 people to your email list a day, you probably won't be able to do this first strategy. But if you're adding 10 to 15 people a week or less, which is usually where we, we tend to hang out, you can absolutely do this first strategy, which is to shoot a bomb bomb video. If you're not sure what that is, it's kind of like a a quick video service where you can almost like send an email, send a video, like an email reply. And so essentially you can shoot a bomb bomb video welcoming new email subscribers to your corner of the internet. If they have joined your email list through a lead magnet, You can also acknowledge the lead magnet that brought them there and see if they had any questions after looking through it. So what that might look like is um, if you're going to shoot them a bomb bomb video and let's say Terrence joined my email list today, right? I can say, hey, Terrence, I'm so excited to see you inside of this corner of the internet with me. I see that you came through after downloading my 12 strategies to get your next client on social media. I really hope that you find what you're looking for inside, but I also want you to know that if you have any questions by the time you try one of these out, or if you have any questions by the time you finish looking through it, or if you just have any questions at all in terms in terms of your marketing, I definitely want you to feel comfortable to hit reply to any of my emails and ask me a question. So again, welcome. I'm happy you're here and I can't wait to see you every Tuesday when I send my Tuesday tips or whatever, right? I just totally made that off at the top of my head. The idea here is you're welcoming them. You're acknowledging the email, the lead magnet that they downloaded to get there. And you're basically bringing them into your world in a very generous, generous way and opening the door to a conversation right now or in the future. Now, I also like to go one step further with my bomb bombs. I actually put the name of the person on a post-it note and I show it 
at the beginning of the video. And the reason that I do this is because with bomb bombs, you can essentially create a GIF, right? So the GIF is like that first couple seconds of your video. So if that's the first thing I'm showing, right, that person opening the email is going to see their name on the post-it and realize, oh, this is a personal video. This is not just like a generic video that gets sent to everyone on this email list, which it's not the end of the world if you have to do it that way. But I do find like the personal touch to be so freaking important with this type of work. So I like to do that little extra steps that they see their name, see it's a personalized video and are more likely to actually watch it. Now, to be clear, these videos should be short, not even a minute minute long. So don't feel like this is a massive task. Yes, it's going to take longer than if you were to do nothing at all, which is what most people do, but it just really warms up your list so much faster, especially if you are in a launch push, if you're in pre-launch, or if you've just done an event and you're welcoming people who've come in from that event, right? So if you did a summit and some people are signing up from your summit training, or you did a bundle or something like that, you want to make sure that those people that come in from someone else's promotion, right? From someone else's event, really get that opportunity to feel seen by you right? Because they're going to come in a little bit colder, right? So it's a really great opportunity for them to come in and feel really held by you and supported by you and to kickstart that relationship really strongly. Now, the second thing that you can do if you're like, oh my gosh, that seems too complicated. I can't do the video thing. I've got too much to do, whatever it might be. Um, You could do the same concept, but just with a regular old email. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong if you have to make it an email. It makes it a lot easier. You can obviously just copy and paste, right? Um, Make sure you swap out the names though, and you make that part at least specific enough. But like, if you do not have capacity to do the videos, that's fine. Do it like a video. Either way, if it feels personal, like a personal touch, it's going to go a long way, which is why I don't typically schedule these kinds of emails. I get a lot more response when I am the one emailing it. And it's just clear that it's an email to them and not just something that's scheduled in my funnel. So sometimes I title it like personal email from me or, you know, something like that just to kind of make it as personal as possible. Yeah. But like I said, a lot of people try to schedule these and I don't find them to be as successful when you schedule them. But again, you do you. Like if that's what time allows, I would rather you do something than nothing. The third thing you can do is surprise and delight someone who joined your email list through a lead magnet. So what that looks like for me is let's say you are a business coach and your lead magnet is a list of five strategies to grow your email list. Clearly the people who download this lead magnet are interested in growing their email list. So as part of your funnel, you can schedule an email that automatically goes out to them, let's say two months after they downloaded your lead magnet with two more strategies to grow your list. So it can look something like this. Obviously, let's use the word, <laughs> the name Terrence again. Terrence download, downloads the lead magnet, five strategies to grow your list, super happy with it, stays on your email list. And then two months later, they get an email that says, hi, Terrence, I know a few months ago you downloaded my five strategies to grow your list. I'd love to know if you've tried any and how it went. I also want you to know how excited I am to have you here. I also want you to know how excited I am to have you here. And I want to share two more strategies with you to celebrate you being in my community for two whole months. Maybe you can do like a happy emoji there or something like that or a gif or something like that. So here they are, right? And then dive into the strategies. What an easy way to over deliver without even having to think about it. It can just be something that's scheduled in your funnel 
funnel, like two months after so-and-so has joined your lead magnet and you don't have to think about it, right? You have to think about it now when you write it, but then once you've scheduled it, you can forget it, right? So it's a great way to keep that relationship building and to also make it super exciting to be on your list. Like, oh my gosh, I freaking love this list. Not only do I get action-packed, juicy content every single week, but I'm also getting surprise virtual swag that really makes me feel seen and special because this is exactly why I joined this list, right? So it's a really easy way to surprise and delight and just make people feel special and seen. Another thing that you can do is to really think about interaction right away. So in the first and second strategy, I talked about welcome bomb bomb videos. That's one way to do it. And the welcome email, which is another way to do that. Um, but I also think a super easy way to create some kind of interaction is like through a multiple choice, right? So some of us have the ability to add interactive links in our email. So just to paint that picture for you in case you haven't seen it, they're essentially links and you can basically instruct the person to tap on the link and something will happen. So sometimes People use these links in like when they're promoting like a summit or something like that. They're like, all you have to do is click this link and you're in, right? And because you're already on the list, it just like tags you as part of the summit, right? So it's like a really handy feature. Not every email platform has it, but if you have it, I feel like you could also use that in a pretty creative way to help you do market research and to create interaction right away when someone joins your email list to make sure that you train people to interact with you and also to tell the algorithm, which is a relatively new thing ever since Google and Yahoo made those changes. If they're in effect as I record this, I'm not even sure. But essentially it's telling the algorithm, hey, let me into this person's inbox. They're interacting with my emails. Like they care about what I have to say, right? So this is a pretty easy way to do that. So here's what the email might sound like. You could say, let's use Terrence again. Hi, Terrence. So again, to paint a picture, this person has just come into your email list. They've just downloaded some kind of lead magnet or came in through some other way. And this is essentially trying to understand where they're at so that you can help them. So you can say, Hey, Terrence, I'm so excited to have you in this community. And I want to make sure that everything we talk about is super helpful to you and your business. So please let me know which on this list describes you best. And I'll make sure the content I serve to you is as custom made to you as possible. A, I've never had a client before and I'm trying to kickstart my business. B, I've had a few clients, it's in, but it's inconsistent and I'm feeling stuck. C, my roster is full and I'm trying to scale or whatever else, right? Let's say you have like A through D, different options that describe the type of person that you support, right? And the idea here is that they can click the option that best describes them and they're automatically going to be tagged in your back end as someone who is described by that sentence so that you can email them content specifically to where they're at in their business. Or if you launch something, right, that you feel like would be really made for one kind of a person, but not the other kind of a person, you can specifically invite those people into that offer or program, right? So it gives you some really great market research. But then again, it's also as the consumer, I'm also being trained to really interact with you and to build that relationship with you, right? I'm also going to feel so much more seen if there is a sentence on there that so perfectly describes me. If I like read them, I'm like, oh my gosh, is this person like, that is just like me, right? It, it's going to make me feel so much more seen as well. Now, if you do not have that option, if you do not have that like hyperlink option, I'm actually not even sure if I have that option. I've never actually used it this way. Instead, I have 
have just lettered them and asked people to reply with a letter. So I've, I've just given them the options and then said, like, hit reply with a letter. And I cannot wait to serve you perfect fit content to really help you. Right. And so people just reply with a letter. I use that strategy when I'm promoting webinars as well. Um, the day before I go into a webinar, I share uh, an email with like, which on here describes you, right? And whatever letter they reply, I know there's something in the webinar that's going to support them. So I reply to that email saying, awesome, like you're going to love phase two, you're going to love phase three, or this part's really going to help you. I can't wait to see you on the webinar, right? So there's all kinds of ways you can use this email to create warm lists, right? Right? So that when you reach out to them or when you touch base with them or when you check in with them or when you follow up with them or when you're trying to promote something or make an invitation, you have the information on people so that you know who get, needs to get that email from you or that point of contact with you. Right. So now what's happening is instead of always emailing your entire list, right? When you have special opportunities or invitations or things, you have little pockets of your lists and of your audiences that you really know will want to hear about this thing, right? You have enough information about that person or you have had contact with them before. So it's not going to be weird if they get a personal email from you, right? That is really the beauty of creating warmer lists off of your warm list. Now, number five, this might surprise you, but it's actually to sell to your email list sooner, in fact, rather than later. Selling is actually an important step for your audience. It helps people understand how to work with you and really visualize what that looks like. Even if they do not buy right away, right? Even if you send an email, like your your fourth to sixth email is a, some kind of a sales email, they might not be ready to buy from you. But even knowing how to work with you and what that looks like can really set you up as a resource and not someone who just gives free value a, all day long. So like what I would like to encourage you to do is to have some kind of a welcome sequence set up, right? Something that helps people get to know you a little bit better and, and know what to expect on that email list. Uh, just get a vibe for you. And then somewhere around like the fourth to sixth email, actually give them a sales email or an invitation into a discovery call or something like that, right? And then after that, get in the habit of selling every sixth email. It is so important that we sell to our email lists, okay? Any of our warm lists, because Again, these are people looking for solutions to problems, right? They see you as a solution and it's not salesy to give them that solution or to make them aware of that solution. That's why they are there. If they are not there for that, they will unsubscribe and that's okay for both of you, right? So please do not feel like, oh, I have to give them some time on my list before I can sell to them. No, I don't know if you've heard the saying, strike when the iron's hot. I don't know if I like that saying for this particular situation. However, it kind of works. Like if I'm brand new to someone, I'm excited about them in that moment. So it makes sense to make it very clear how to work with you at the beginning of the relationship and not just later on in the relationship when they might have dropped off or become less interested or found someone else who does something like you that they vibe with more, all kinds of things, right? So have a sales email go out somewhere around your fourth or sixth email. And if you need help with welcome sequences, we have a training inside of the Go To Coach Club that can help you with the welcome sequence. We also have a an episode where we briefly talked about this with Kendall Cherry. It's one of our first episodes. I actually think it was the second, second, third, or fourth episode of Marketing Unfiltered ever. So there's a little bit of information there. Um, but an entire training on a welcome series if you are inside of the Go-To Coach Club. So lots of help around that if you're looking for it. Alrighty. So there are five things you can do to warm up your email list faster and really cultivate a profitable email list, not just an email list. 
All right, my friends, I want to know which one are you going to try? Which one is your favorite? I cannot wait to hear from you. And next week we're chatting. Oh, we have a good conversation. Oh my gosh. Kristen is coming in. She's talking about getting richer and getting rested. Two things that just sound really good to me. (laughs) So um, we had a really juicy episode and I actually have to say our spill the tea was hot. She really spilled some tea and I think you're really going to like it. So friends, I will see you on the next episode of Marketing Unfiltered. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions, like for real, for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, you can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.